we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. It's Hump Day, baby! It is Hump Day, and what a hump it is this week! <laughs> uh, actually, there's no hump really. I mean, it, the content has been strong every single day—Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday—and so uh, today's content will be no different. You will uh, experience no denouement, which means uh, you know the, after the climax of the uh, the play, it, it begins to begin to uh, wind up. That's not going to happen this week because there's too much uh, stuff going on in the world. I was just talking to I had a plumber out today. And uh, he was working on a faucet outside, and I was talking to him about, uh, he's a conservative, and uh, he knows what I do. And um, he said, you know, Rob, when I listen to uh, the media, when I listen to conservative talk, I get very frustrated, and, and kind of the last thing I need is more anger. Uh, I don't need somebody yelling at me. Now, I, I get that. I get that. And, and, but there are times that I'm going to raise my voice because I'm frustrated as hell. With what's going on in the country, I'm worried about the future of the country. I'm really, really ticked off. And every day I'm greeted with the same knot in my stomach. What is Joe Biden going to do? How are our freedoms going to be assaulted again today? And it's frustrating as hell, guys. It really is. But one thing I promise I will do for you is I will do my very level best to bring you some sort of positivity. Uh, Maybe that's comedy at times. It's not always going to be funny. It's not always going to be funny. There are days you can't be funny. I started a TV show in 2020 with Newsmax, a comedy show, and it was really freaking hard to be funny last year because 2020 was 2020 because it was 2020. It was made as bad as it was. It was by design. 2020 did not need to be the bleep show that it was. 2020 was manipulated in a lot of different ways, whether it be coronavirus, whether it be uh, vote suppression, whether it be whatever, whether it be massive riots in cities around the country. It was all by design, kids. It was all by design, and it was meant to bring you down. It was meant to kill your enthusiasm, your patriotism, whatever. Did you notice they aren't tearing down statues this year? Did you notice they aren't uh, burning cities anymore this year after the election? Did you notice a lot of the burning stopped right before the election because it started to catch up with Joe Biden? That he wasn't saying anything about it, that the Democrat Party wasn't doing anything about it. And I got to tell you, I think the uh, Republicans did a really crappy job as well. That said, I'm going to do my best every day to come in here and give you everything that's going on in the country, in the world that is important and get it to you in a nutshell and then occasionally throw something in and make it a kind of laugh. That's what I'm here for. 
And if the podcast is any indication of the acceptance of the show, then damn, it's going really well. And there's a big programming announcement coming later in this week. I can't say anything about it. I still have to put pen to paper. But there are big things happening in the world of uh, talk and uh, in your world hanging out with me. All right? Okay. So Christopher Ray, he's a FBI director, says that uh, terrorism tracking has exploded. And he has prioritized a threat from white supremacy. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, that is absolute crap. It is nonsense. It is not happening. White supremacy has always been a uh, lunatic fringe element. It is not a mainstream element. It is not taking over. What this is, and I hate to use the word dog whistle, but I will, is Trump voters who are very upset with how the country is going. Uh, Trump voters incredibly upset with discussion being shut down. We were not able to say that uh, Russian collusion was BS and we were banned. We were not able to say anything about COVID coming from a Wuhan laboratory uh, driven by the Chinese Communist Party that was shut down on social media, the mainstream media, and the Democrat Party. And then, of course, immediately on, uh, on November the 4th, we were not allowed to question the fact that five battleground states stopped counting votes in the middle of the night, restarted the next morning simultaneously. They said that there was a water main break in Atlanta that never happened, but there were ballots, uh, cases of ballots uh, rolled out from under a table and ran through the counter dozens of times. We know that the next morning that uh, the ballots that were counted came in 95 to 100% in favor of Joe Biden. This is third world BS. So the American people are very, very angry. Now, I played this the other day. This is Ted Nugent on Eric Bowling's show. This is what Christopher Ray is talking about. This is what he's afraid of. If anybody knows what's going on, it's me, because I share campfires every weekend here in the swamps of Michigan during the hunting season with great American families that are working hard to earn their own way, live within their mains, save for a rainy day, that love the American dream of being the best that you can be, including heroes of the military and gold star families who have sacrificed a loved one for freedom, because freedom ain't free. I hate to have to say this, but I... 70% of Americans are outraged and feel humiliated by the fail, faceplant, insult of pulling out of Afghanistan. I hate evil, and I hate treasons, and I'm afraid that's the way America's thinking now. We hate this guy. This now, uh, Christopher Ray says that Ted Nugent and like-minded people are white supremacists. This is a bad man. Has he said anything about race yet? This is a soulless man. Joe Biden and his gang violate their sacred oath to the Constitution pretty much every hour on the hour. And we have had enough. So that sentiment, that battle cry against this mean, nasty... They're trying to tamp down your anger, your rage, and frustration. Traitor in the White House. It's ubiquitous across this land. People in the asset column hate people who aspire to be in the liability column. And this so-called president commander in chief has pissed off the heroes of the military and their families and all of us that know that that sacrifice is why we have an American dream. So he's dug his own hole and all the hate level that this man and his administration, it's deserved. And that's heartbreaking, but true. Absolutely true. And that's what's driving this, and that's what Christopher Ray is attempting to tamp down. He is attempting to tamp down your freedom of expression. The government is trying to tamp down your dissent. That's why they call your dissent disinformation or misinformation. That's what they call it. 
I put up a, a meme this morning that said, if the mainstream media and U.S. government and Democrat Party says what you're saying is disinformation or misinformation, it means they know you know the truth. That's what they're trying to shut down. That's what they're trying to shut down, and it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Ray noted that the biggest chunk of racially and ethically motivated violent extremism the FBI tracks now is favoring white supremacy. No, you are wrong, sir. The biggest hate crime in America is happening against Asians, and by and large, it's from people of color. All right? So knock it off. Nobody believes it. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to become so overwhelming. This move toward a peaceful American revolution, hashtag 2021 is the new 1776, it is sweeping the nation. There will be a peaceful Great Wall moment because the people have had enough of this nonsense. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Yesterday, the president of the United States was sitting with Boris Johnson, who is a tool with bad hair. And uh, Boris Johnson unexpectedly answered three questions from British reporters while Biden's handlers shouted down the press. This is the kind of stuff they do in uh, in third world countries. This is what they do in in Cuba. Here is Joe Biden, uh, his handlers, and they're getting more aggressive. Listen to this, because, by the way, the White House supporters have launched a formal objection, a formal objection to be being treated like this. Meanwhile, for the last four years, you know, they're slavish. They're slavish to the Democrat Party and anti Donald Trump. But listen to this. Uh, interrupts or uh, unbalances the, the Belfast Good Friday uh, Accords. That's the uh, Belfast Good Friday Agreement. That's that's the. Oh, uh, they literally interrupt Boris Johnson. hurting the reporters out like cattle let's go let's go thank you let's go let's go gladly wow hustled right out now this happened the other day when he was asked about the border at the un uh, uh in it with a bunch of other uh, like-minded idiots who would lead the world Thank you, guys. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you. Come on, guys. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Wow. Let's go. <laughs> Remember that bit on Saturday Night Live where they'd go, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye to the people getting off the plane. Remember that one? It was David Spade and Helen Hunt was in that. Yeah, yeah a little bit of that. A little bit of that going on. Got to get into what's happening at the border in just one second, uh, including, oh, and also the United States, uh, the, the speech that the president delivered at the U.N. I'm not going to do too much on that because it was so terrible. But he did call the United Nations the United States, which, you know, not a big surprise. Um, I've got a warning for you. There's a debt bomb about to go off. The uh, Democrats are trying through reconciliation to pass a $5 trillion spending bill that's going to destroy uh, the economy. And I, I don't say this out of hyperbole. I, I already see it at the grocery store. I go to the grocery store and I, I can't believe the prices right now. It is uh, insane and it's getting worse. And when you fill your tank, it now costs 50 bucks where it used to cost 30. Uh, inflation and taxes are Biden's only way out of our $28 trillion federal debt. It's almost 30. It will be 35. So if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA 401k savings, your money is at risk. It is, guys. I mean, it used to be this, oh, that's paranoid. You're being paranoid. Uh, you know, look at what's happening in the country. Look at Welcome Back Carter in the White House. 
you need to go to retirewithnewsmax.com. Get your free IRS loophole kit. Now, this means investing in precious metals, all right? And it's a good thing because they're tangible, you can hold them, and they are not like the stock market, okay? They're not like your 401k. Go to retirewithnewsmax.com, and our friends at Gold Co. will give you up to $10,000 or more in free silver with a qualified account. Gold Co. has helped thousands of Americans protect their retirement against inflation and tax hikes. So go to retirewithnewsmax.com, retirewithnewsmax.com. Here's the president at the United Nations, a feeble old fool uh, who has recommitted to the world's most worthless organizations, including the WHO and NATO. And here he is uh, calling the United Nations the United States. The United States will champion the democratic values that go to the very heart. Don't worry, it's coming up at the end. Of who we are as a nation and a people. Freedom, equality, opportunity, and a belief in the universal rights of all people. It's stamped into our DNA as a nation. Oh, God. And critically, it's stamped into the DNA of this institution, the United States. There you go. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to run a bunch of clips from his uh, idiotic speech, so I'm just going to go ahead and run the... This is a a little uh, montage put together by Il Donaldo Trumpo, which I see on uh, on, uh, Twitter all the time. It's a fantastic site. We meet this year in a moment of intermingled with great pain. We've lost so much to this devastating devastating pandemic. The emergence of new technologies and global health... And and a global health threat council council toward global COVID response, (laughs) global COVID response, vaccinating the world and building back better from the borderless climate crisis from the United States and other from other donors. Working with countries, technologies to reduce the rest, the risk. Similarly, we know the bitter string of terrorism. The bitter, the bitter string of terrorism. You got to watch that bitter string. The thing of terrorism is, is real. The United States is committing to use, <laughs> committed to using our resources. Uh, the earthquake strikes. We're fighting between war. Wow. Warring parties. The world is laughing at us. Horrific violence and a belief in the universe when it occurs in whether it occurs LGBTQI. The authoritarianism. Proud Moldovans built, broke now together. Climactic climate change. COVID to climate. We, you and I. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. That's just sad. (laughs) Sad and pathetic. Headline, D.C. slowly accepts that Hunter Biden, the laptop is his. A new book on uh, Biden's by Politico Correspondents. Cite uh, independent sources as verifying incriminating emails. Well, no freaking kidding. Emails from Hunter Biden to business partners 2015 to 2017 were confirmed to be real by sources familiar to them who had access to Hunter's messages. An email from Burisma executive thanking Hunter for the opportunity to meet then Vice President Joe Biden was among those validated by the book. The book, The Bidens, Inside the First Family's 50-Year Rise to Power by Politico's Ben Schreckinger, released on Tuesday, documents the family's decades-long political life. It also confirms the validity of a 2017 email between Hunter and his business partners. In a multi-million dollar deal with Chinese oil giant CEFC, consultant James Gilliar set out political terms of the deal and listed 10 held for H by the big guy. That's 10% held by Hunter for his father. 
The mysterious phrase uh, from the 2017 message examined by the Daily Mail in July has been interpreted as a proposal for Hunter to hold 10% of the shares in the joint venture on behalf of his father, who is referred to as the big guy in several other emails on the laptop. You know, honestly, wow, this is a big, this is big news now, even though we knew it then, dear God in heaven. In correspondence obtained by the Daily Mail, Hunter wrote to a friend before a 2015 Washington, D.C. dinner. He organized that it was ostensibly to discuss food security, sure, but was in fact an opportunity to introduce his political clients and partners with his powerful father. Poharski emailed Hunter the day after Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It really, It's really an honor and pleasure. This is uh, Vadim Pozarski. Pozarski's email emerged in October when the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop were first leaked by the New York Post, and of course the story was blocked by Twitter. Biden's campaign blasted the report in June and said record search indicated no such meeting occurred, whatever. Biden did make an unscheduled stop at a private restaurant dinner in April 2015 where Hunter was hosting someone from Burisma. So uh, that's another big A, you know, lie. Other contents found on the, on the laptop, which had been left at a repair shop in Delaware, including images of Hunter without clothing, smoking cigarettes, and crack cocaine. Other emails uh, allegedly uncovered on the laptop detailed plans for President Biden to join a law and consultancy firm with his two sons in 2014 so they could, uh, you know, they could uh, blackmail and, and cajole and, and uh, use whatever position of power he has to, uh, to do what Hillary Clinton did with the Clinton uh, Foundation or what she planned on doing. And it folded after she didn't win the election. I wonder why. I wonder why. Get President Trump leads the 2024 pack by a huge margin, according to the Harvard Caps Harris poll provided exclusively to the Hill on Monday. This is what Republicans are saying. Six in 10 Republican voters, 58% said they would vote to reinstate the former president on the ballot in 2024. You know who comes in second at 13%, which is a joke? Mike Pence. Mike Pence, give it up, dude. It's over. You're over. Stick a fork in you. If you were a Thanksgiving turkey, that little plastic thing would be popped out. You would be 165 degrees. Done, done, done. Ron DeSantis comes in third at 9%. Nikki Haley and Marco Rubio tied for fourth with 3%. They have no chance at all. Nobody has a chance against Donald Trump. Donald Trump will be the candidate. Donald Trump will be the candidate. There you go. Iowa, that's where I'm from. 30% of people approve of Biden's performance. After his inauguration, he had a 47% approval rating. 31% of Iowans approve of how Biden is handling his job, while 62% of disapprove and 7% aren't sure, aren't sure because they're idiots. There's a 12 percentage point drop in approval from June. The last time the question was asked, Biden's disapproval numbers jumped by 10 points during the same period. Do you know why? Because he's doing a crappy job, a really crappy job. Welcome back, Carter. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah, in fact, it, it, he's the only man who could make Carter look good. And seriously, Jimmy Carter is like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So these uh, mounted Texas border agents that were taking on the uh, Haitian refugees uh, in a quite a successful fashion, riding on horseback, they are not racist. They were not whipping. They were not whipping Haitian immigrants. They were not. They were using the animals as they are uh, trained to be used, which is for crowd control, which is to stem the, uh, the flow of illegal aliens coming across the border. They are pushing back against the Biden administration. 
following their criticism of their treatment of migrants. Here is a media montage of uh, the left criticizing the agents for doing their, doing their job and not whipping Haitian illegal immigrants. Aided by reports of people being beaten, whether with a riding crop or the reins, most likely. Which is uh, what I believe you keep uh, on a wall in your basement. We have seen was cruel, inhumane, and a violation of... The That's Ilhan Omar. She hates Jewish people. Domestic laws and international laws. We saw horrifying footage emerging uh, of mounted patrol people. It's only horrifying if it's taken out of context through the lens of, I hate the police. Trying to corral Haitian immigrants. I think um, the reason that we're not seeing more help, if I'm going to be frank about it, is because they're Haitian. One cannot weaponize a horse uh, to aggressively attack. Yes, you can. Of course, of course. Child, that is unacceptable. That is not what our policies and our training require. This is what the French call a distraction. Distraction. Here is the uh, National Border Patrol Council Vice President Art Del Cueto talking about what the, uh, the officers were actually doing on horseback. People need to put pride aside and realize what works and what doesn't work. What was working under the last administration is definitely something that can stop the flow now, and they need to realize that. We're losing agents. The morale is down. Agents are, are, are quitting currently. You know, they have the mandate for the COVID vaccine, so agents are, a lot of the agents are choosing, you know, to leave the job. All the while, we're allowing illegal individuals to enter this country that have not received any vaccines, not just the COVID, but the regular vaccines that many of us receive as child. And, and that's part of the problem. And then, you know, this agency and this administration, they haven't done much to defend agents that are out there. No. If you look at the pictures of, you know, the horse patrol, uh, what they were doing out, out there was within policy. They were not whipping in anyone. They don't carry whips. They don't get assigned whips. What they do is a training technique that has been shown to them to make sure that no one takes over their horse. It was to protect the horse to protect the rider and to protect the individual that was trying to cause chaos and knock down that uh, rider from that horse so they twirl that uh, the reins to protect everything and make sure everything's uh, done correctly okay there you go here is uh, john solomon actually uh, appearing on newsmax with greg kelly talking about the, the horseback officers and what they are there to do yeah, listen, it's another weapon of mass distraction. We saw this all through the Russia collusion case, the impeachment case, the Lafayette Park. Anytime the Democrats want to change the narrative, they and their allies in the media come up with a story and the facts don't have to add up to the story. So let's let's take a look at what I reported today. I reached out to all the Custom and Border Patrol teams and I got actually the union chief, Brandon Judd, who said, listen, the Biden administration approved our current uh, uh, practice manual. When we have people that get too close to our horses, we're taught to twirl our bridle to keep them away, to, to move them farther away, to use the rein as sort of a warning device. Please stay away from the horse. You don't Chris get Chris Cuomo should like that. It's twirling his bridle. Stop it. So you won't get hurt. It's designed to protect the immigrant, not the law enforcement officer. That's missing from the context. And the Biden administration to prove that there is no evidence that this was an act. Of because they are trying to blame someone else and distract. And the really awful, awful thing is they're doing it to law enforcement. Slavery, as Chris Cuomo said. All of this is the mainstream media and bureaucrats who are aligned with the Democratic Party trying to change the narrative. Because no, they don't want us talking about the 12,000 people in that crush of humanity under that bridge in the Del Rio sector. Here's Joe Biden actually admitting that the border is not under control. President, what's your reaction to the images coming from the southern border? 
Get it under control. Get it under control or you have it under control. We will get it under control. We will get it under control. Okay, so it is out of control. Thank you for admitting that there, Mr. President. It was almost like for a second there you were lucid. But not really. Thousands of illegal immigrants from Haiti are being released into the country on a very large scale. Not being flown home as Biden promised. Only 500 have been deported since Sunday. Two U.S. officials with knowledge of the situation in Del Rio, where around 14,000 mostly Haitian migrants were uh, camped out under a bridge, said thousands have been released into the U.S. with notices to appear in immigration court in 60 days, which won't happen. Under Title 42, migrants can be repatriated to their home nations without possibility of requesting asylum due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Department of Homeland Security Secretary and Tool with a capital T-O-O-L, Alejandro Mayorkas insisted Monday that migrants entering the U.S. will be sent back to their home countries. If you come to the United States illegally, you will be returned, your journey will not succeed, and you will be endangering your life and your family's life, he said at the press conference. He's a liar. A lying liar who lies. That's what he is. Here's uh, Senator Ron Johnson, uh, and, and listen to this lie. Listen to the giant lie that the secretary says at the end. Eight to 1,100 known gotaways, which would equate some, somewhere over 300,000 gotaways, known gotaways for, for the year. Uh, if you annualize these figures, been a couple hundred thousand people per month, uh, we'll be up to about 2.1 million apprehensions. Add the, get- the getaways, three to 400,000, we're up to two, two and a half million people. Yeah. Um, you have repeatedly stated that our borders are not open, they're closed. Do you honestly believe that our borders are closed? Here it is. Um, Senator, uh, I do. <laughs> and, um, let, me, uh, uh, let me speak uh, to Two million people coming across the border, and he says the border is closed. I mean, this isn't even, it's not even funny. It's, it's just, it's like, are, are you out of your nut? I mean, are you, do you really, really believe that we're going to fall for this? I mean, honestly, well, we're not. We're not. Here's Josh Hawley uh, grilling uh, Secretary Mayorkas. Uh, because the secretary and the Biden administration are children. They are not willing to accept responsibility. They want to blame Donald Trump, even though the reason why this is happening is a broadcast policy from the administration that our borders are open. Here is the exchange. Now, since that time, CBP has released data that showed two straight months of illegal border encounters above 200,000, which, as you know, hasn't happened in decades. My question is, when is your plan going to work? So, in fact, we are implementing the plan, Senator Hawley, and I can uh, walk through some of the measures that we have taken. My question, Why did 220,000 people come across last month, you bald tool? Is when is it going to work? Uh, so it is, in fact, uh, working. We have seen how over the last several weeks, if not uh, the month, a drop in the number uh, of encounters at the United States border. We have been working very closely with Mexico to increase interdictions. We have uh, addressed the issue of recidivism. And if, in fact, people have been previously removed, we are referring them to criminal prosecution. We have increased lateral we don't believe you. flights across the border to facilitate the expulsion of individuals under Title 42. The circumstances that are contemplated in the legislation. Mr. Secretary, my time has almost expired. I, d- I just want an answer. Do, do you bear responsibility for the crisis in Del Rio? Second, uh, Senator. Right, does that mean you're not going to answer me? Se- I am answering if you'd give me the opportunity. Uh, that's a yes or a no question. Do you bear responsibility for the crisis in Del Rio? Yes or no? Senator, the um, 
the smuggling organizations? Yes or no, Mr. Secretary. Do you bear responsibility for the humanitarian crisis in Del Rio? Yes or no? Senator, it is my responsibility to address the human tragedy in Del Rio, to address that, and we are doing so. That is my responsibility, and we are executing it. This is really yeah, okay. He didn't answer the question. And, you know, again, he is a bureaucratic tool. He is failing at his job, and he should be fired. But he won't be. He won't be because Joe Biden is the, uh, is the president. Here's CNN, actually, uh, calling him out for not uh, saying that there's a crisis. As you are looking at these scenes, and you were there, is this a crisis? Let, let me um, let me share with you uh, quite clearly. It is hard. He's got a little creepy little voice too, doesn't he? Because what we are seeing is vulnerable individuals. Who cares? Don't distract. Answer the question. Having been deceived by smuggling in, uh, organizations and the uh, U.S. government and misinformation, take the perilous journey north when we have been quite clear that it will not be successful. And only to people coming from Cuba, sir. That's the only message you've sent. That is not what they should do. It is heartbreaking to see these individuals. It is a human tragedy, and we are addressing it as best we can. Why, why didn't this happen under uh, Donald Trump's administration? Why is that there, secretary? And on, under the laws that we are employing now. This is something we haven't seen before, a... This camp inside of the United States with thousands of people. Yeah. What is the reticence to call something that is so clearly a crisis a crisis? Uh, I call it um, a heartbreaking uh, situation, <laughs> a tremendous challenge. Uh, wow, wow, wow. I don't even know what to say, actually. Unbelievable. Elon Musk, nobody knows this, but uh, he uh, actually returned several astronauts back to space after a three-day flight. Did you know that? You didn't even know that, did you? I saw him launch. I didn't even see it in the news. This man has sent three people into space, no training as astronauts, to circle the globe for three days and come back safely. And it didn't cost half a trillion dollars. He did it on his own. When asked why Biden hadn't acknowledged the accomplishment, uh, uh, Elon Musk said he's still sleeping. <laughs> SpaceX flight received multiple tweets of congratulations during and after the flight, including from Bill Nelson, the former senator who Biden appointed as NASA administrator. So it's amazing. It's it's amazing. You and I, there's a real a real chance we could end up flying into space in the next uh, 10 years. Seriously. It's amazing what the private sector will do. Light years past. Nothing against what the, we've done. We did baby steps starting in the 1950s and 60s with regard to the, the space program. And, and Elon Musk has taken all of that and distilled it into an eyedrop in a fraction of the time it took to build our space program. Unbelievable. Shocking report from Arizona. Not so shocking if you're me reveals that hundreds of thousands of new voter registrations had no match within the Social Security Administration in Arizona. After the state recently cross-checked more than 673,000 voter application profiles with the Social Security Administration, it found that 393,000 or 58% of credentials did not have matching records with the Social Security Administration. Wow, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? But, you know, you can't say voter fraud because that's verboten. According to the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party. 
My big Facebook page disappeared on November the 4th without cause before I posted anything and without recourse. It just disappeared. November the 4th. Huh. 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 Here's another. It's come to this moment. Two men are facing prison time for allegedly smuggling buckets of KSC coleslaw and french fries into the city of uh, Auckland, New Zealand under coronavirus lockdown. The arrests were made near the border of Auckland, New Zealand's largest city. Residents that have been under very strict lockdown for a month that forbids restaurants from opening and even restricts takeout food orders. Order officers noticed a suspicious-looking vehicle traveling on a gravel road, and upon seeing the police car, they did a U-turn and tried to speed off with their fried chicken. Photograph of the illicit fast food on a police car showed three buckets of chicken and ten cups of coleslaw. The two men, aged 23 and 30, could face up to six months in prison or a fine of up to $4,000 for violating the COVID-19 Public Health Response Act. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda A. Ardern is a lunatic. Here's a story about what's going on in New Zealand. New Zealand's city streets were largely deserted Wednesday morning as the country returns to life under lockdown. After months of living virus-free, New Zealand confirmed its first case of the highly contagious Delta variant in Auckland on Tuesday. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said Wednesday... Yes, that's right, kids. One case shut down the whole damned place. There were now at least 10 confirmed cases, including a fully vaccinated nurse from Auckland Hospital. She added that they are all linked to an original infection from just across the water. <laughs> the second thing it tells us is that it has linked the current genome sequencing of cases in the New South Wales outbreak. Our case has originated. This makes uh, Gretchen Whitmer look sane. In Australia. Most of the country will be under level four lockdown, the highest alert level for at least three days, while Auckland will stay under lockdown for a week. Unbelievable. By the way, AOC and the squad, they are rampant uh, anti-Semites. They are. Ilhan Omar is a rab, rabid, rabid, rabid anti-Semite. Really, Rashida Tlaib has been involved with anti-Jewish groups for decades. They all hate the Jews. They do, they do, they do. And AOC is just an ignorant rube. So they have removed a provision to give Israel $1 billion towards its Iron Dome defense system from the continuing resolution to keep the government open and funded past September the 30th. Here is Representative Jim Jordan talking about defunding the Iron Dome by the anti-Semite squad. We've been to Israel five times, and this is a young young person in the, in the Israeli Defense Force, the IDF, who was there looking at the screen, and when they see a rocket come from Hamas or Hezbollah, they got just a few seconds to decide, is that rocket going to land in the Mediterranean, or is it going to hit a population area in, in, the, in the state of Israel? And they have to decide. And then when they decide to shoot off the rocket, the Iron Dome system, to take out the, 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 the terrorist rocket coming in, that is of critical importance to Israel's security. And the idea that the Democrats are going to pull this out of the funding bill, just again, but this is the same Democrats who... who if you are a Jewish person and uh, and you still support the Democrat Party, you are a self-loathing Jewish person. It's very common, actually. There are a lot of self-loathing Jewish people who support Palestine in, uh, in Israel, which would, of course, mean their ultimate destruction, but they are so ridden with guilt about whatever, they're willing to hop on the train cars again. Joe Biden told... Yes, I said it. It was an extraordinary success... When 13 servicemen gave their lives, Americans left behind, allies left behind, and $90 billion of equipment and weapons left behind, and they define that as an extraordinary success. So, 
Yeah, no, 70% of the American people do not. Yeah. Afghans arriving uh, in the U.S. are infected with measles, among other things. Measles, tuberculosis, malaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, an increased likelihood of uh, shingalosis, giardiasis, cryptosporidiosis, hepatitis A, rotavirus, and viral diarrheal disease. There you go. Welcome, third world. Come on in. But if you're going to fly in here, you got to have a vaccine. you got to have a vaccine. Now, uh, Emerald Robinson, she noticed Joe Biden saying that uh, they're going to get the border under control when he was, uh, he was shouted at him. And she caught it and realized that admits the president uh, does not have the border under control. Mr. President, what's your reaction to the images from the southern border? Get it under control. Get it under control or you have it under control? We will get it under control. We will get it under control. Okay. So the president, in so many words, admitting that there is a crisis and saying, uh, suggesting it's not under control yet, but saying they're going to get it under control. We've yet to hear a plan to do so from the Biden administration. And keep in mind, it was the vice president, Kamala Harris, that is supposedly the point person for the migration from the Central American countries, but also... She's still looking for the root cause. She's digging at it. According to the White House, now Haiti as well. And uh, Oh, well, Cortez and Pellegrino on Newsmax talked to Devin Nunes about Joe Biden's embarrassing speech before the UN yesterday, and he missed he missed something during the speech. I'll explain what that is in just a sec. Look, I think it just shows uh, continued weakness. I think uh, Victor Davis Hanson uh, said it best when it looks like the Biden foreign policy is speak loudly but carry a twig and i think that was just more of it today a shriveled up old twig uh, you know the, this whole thing with the adults how'd you like that visual they're in charge the cool kids are in charge All right they rejoin the paris climate uh, accords uh it's it's really rather embarrassing yeah and uh, what did joe biden leave out of the speech remember he didn't mention china or russia in oh, the speech yeah. yeah so that's why i say he's yeah. carrying a twig he's He's surrendering, joining all what he calls the cool kids, says the adults are in charge. Meanwhile, we have a debacle in Afghanistan where we lose 13 of our military members, not to mention countless other Americans that are probably uh, being murdered right now. They could be held hostage. And at the same time, uh, he's just he's just withdrawing from the, really the world stage, which ironically is what they accuse Trump of doing. Right. It's, it's just really uh, alarming. It is. And uh, you know what else is alarming? The spending, the spending, the spending, the spending, which is not meant to uh, build infrastructure. All it is is for social engineering, moving us toward absolute socialism. Here is Cortez and Bellarigo talking to Peter Navarro about the Dems spending and what's going to happen. Steve, let me do my own version of a, a chalk talk. Uh, one of the most important concepts in macroeconomics is the notion of inflationary expectations. If you can break the back of inflationary expectations, you can break the back of inflation. Why does that matter here? We need not one no, Steve. We need what I call the four no's. What we need is, first of all, a no to the CR, the continuing resolution and the debt ceiling raise, because those two things are like a gateway drug to the $3.5 trillion package that Biden and Pelosi want to foist on us, plus the ill-named and misnamed $1 trillion additional infrastructure bill. If we do everything right. that the Democrats want yeah. in those four things. A continuing resolution, raise the debt limit so they can do the $3.5 and the $1 trillion fake infrastructure bill. 
our economy is going to shatter. I mean, we're already moving towards a, a huge inflationary bubble. So you're, the question is really pointed, Steve. Yes, this the next 60 days, the Republicans, if they hold firm, if they have the discipline that the Democrats have, the Republicans have right. that discipline, we can break the back of these infla- this inflationary expectations and really do a great thing for this republic. Now, I'd mention the debt bomb, guys, and I'd mention Gold Co., and I have never had precious metals in my portfolio. I do now. And it's probably a good idea for you to consider it. If you've got $50,000 more in your IRA, 401, or savings, go to retirewithnewsmax.com. Get your free IRS loophole kit. Retirewithnewsmax.com. My friends at Gold Co. will give you up to $10,000 or more in free silver with a qualified account. RetireWithNewsMax.com. RetireWithNewsMax.com. By the way, Chinese whistleblowers claim that COVID outbreak was intentional and happened in October 2019 at the uh, Military World Games in Wuhan, two months before China notified the world of the virus. Ex-Chinese Communist Party insider Wei Zhengjing said the World Military Games in October could have been as, uh, acted as the virus' first super spreader event. The international tournament for military athletes was held in Wuhan, the original origin of the COVID-19 pandemic, in the lab where it came from two months before China notified the WHO. Mr. Zhengjing claimed it was no coincidence some of the 9,000 international athletes who gathered for the event reportedly became sick with a mystery illness. I thought the Chinese government would take this opportunity to spread the virus during the military games as many foreigners would be there. The whistleblower claimed he had heard of uh, Chinese government carrying out an unusual exercise during the games. I knew of the possibility of the Chinese government using some strange weapons, including biological weapons, because I knew they were doing experiments of the sort. Don't believe me? When the Wuhan virus was released, they sealed off the city of Wuhan to its residents and allowed international flights. Enough said. Here is uh, Cortez and Pellegrino talking with Peter Navarro about Chinese reparations, which will need to happen. If Steve Cortez was, was in the Congress right now, what he'd be doing is putting an amendment into these continuing resolutions to say we're not passing anything until we pass an amendment that says we're going to hold China accountable for the costs it has imposed on it. In this book I've written in Trump time, I go in at length about how the Chinese Communist Party created this virus in a, in a, in a bioweapons lab in Wuhan with Anthony Fauci giving them the money and the technology to do that. And when, when I was in the Trump administration, we made a run at, at an executive order that would have held China accountable. Well, how much do they owe us, Steve? Okay, I calculate that it's over a year's worth of GDP at a minimum. Right. You know how much that is? That's over $20 trillion. We could wipe the slate clean. They owe us reparations. Every time an American citizen goes out now and has to deal with this virus, either economically, socially, or culturally, that's the Chinese Communist Party. We right. do need to hold them accountable. Wouldn't it be wonderful? If Congress, as a condition of all wouldn't it be nice this madness that they're trying to do, had that in and pass that first before we do anything else. You're absolutely right about that, Cortez. That's what we should do. Reparations for the Chinese Communist Party virus. And if Joe if Joe Biden was not in office and Donald Trump was, uh, he'd get it. He would get it. Yeah, yeah. 
That's going to do it for the show today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And remember, and, and I mean this, something happened in the last year and a half that has never happened before, with the exception of maybe the robber barons owning uh, newspapers and having a monopoly on it in the 1920s. We've never had a, a place where big social media, mainstream media, and the Democrat Party were able to tell us what is misinformation and what is disinformation. Joseph Stalin coined the term disinformation in 1926, disinformatia. It's anything that disagreed with the government line. And it goes along with some other famous propagandists saying if you repeat a lie enough, it will become the truth. And that's what's happening with uh, COVID origin. That's what happened with Russian collusion. That's what, what happened with the 2020 election. If you repeat the lie enough and if you deny, deny, deny and you say misinformation, disinformation, you will shut down the discussion. So if you have an opinion and you disagree with the government and the party line and the mainstream media line and big social media, they will label you with disinformation and misinformation. And what does that mean when they do that? It means that you've discovered the truth and they know it. That's it. That's it. Dissent is not disinformation, never has been, never will be. And the day that dissent is disinformation, we have descended into the pits of Marxist communist hell. I know that sounds very political, but that's what it means. That's why Christopher Ray wants to shut down your dissent. He wants to call you disagreeing with the election, you disagreeing with uh, the uh, January 6th uh, and saying it wasn't an insurrection and it wasn't, by the way, proven by the FBI, wasn't an insurrection. They're just going to label you disinformation artists or white supremacists. Even if you're a black guy like Larry Elder, isn't that funny? Dissent is not disinformation, never has been, never will be. And in a country like the United States, it can't become that. So have a glorious day. Please share with others, if you would. If you want all of the 50 different uh, digital platforms where the show is, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts, okay? If you want to go to Apple Podcasts, you can leave a five-star review there and subscribe there as well. The Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. God bless our military, both living and departed, the Gold Star families, our first responders and police, Border Patrol agents, thank you very much. And of course, you and until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.